from Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Hello there, it's Graham VK4BB with the WIA National News for September the 1st, 2019. In this edition, WIA President Greg VK2GPK with this week's WIA board comment. WIA received several unsolicited substantial donations towards our international representation. We'll also hear from Colin VK3GTV, Jason VK2LAW, Felix VK4FUQ, Clive VK6CSW, but first... WIA President Greg, VK2GPK. The WIA continues its commitment to international representation in the lead-up to the ITU World Radio Conference, WRC19, which is being held in Egypt later this year. WRCs are held every three to four years, and this year will be attended by over 3,000 delegates from over 100 countries. There are a number of preparatory, called APT meetings, held in the Asia-Pacific prior to the actual conference, with the fifth preparatory meeting just completed. The WIA nominated two representatives to represent the WIA and the Australian Amateur Radio Service. The WIA attends these meetings as part of the Australian delegation at the invitation of the Department of Communication and the Arts, called DOCA. The WIA international representatives are Dale Hughes, VK1DSH, and Peter Picconi, VK2EMR. The Australian Radio Study Group 5 met for the final time this WRC study cycle on August 23. ARSG5 studies terrestrial systems and networks for the fixed mobile radio determination, amateur and amateur satellite services in Australia, and provides the key technical inputs to meetings of the ITUR working parties 5A, 5B, 5C and 5D, APT and WRC. The meeting was held across three ACMA sites, Sydney, Canberra and Melbourne, linked via the ACMA video conference facility. Approximately 20 people attended across these three sites. The main purpose of the meeting was to review progress towards relevant WRC 19 agenda items and to discuss the outcomes of recent international meetings as well as decide on any required follow-up actions. The agenda item coordinators for each WRC19 item briefed the meeting on the progress of work at the ITUR and the outcome of the APG19-5 meeting. This led to discussions about tactics for negotiation at the WRC19 and how Australia might best work toward achieving its objectives and that of the Asia-Pacific telecommunity. Close liaison with the Department of Communication and the Arts will be necessary at WRC19 to adjust to the dynamic nature of the negotiations. This meeting also discussed the upcoming final meeting of the DOCA Preparatory Group, which will be held on the 16th of September 2019. This uh, preparatory group uh, meeting will finalise the Australian positions on all WRC19 agenda items and provide security and operational information for the Australian delegation to the conference. Attendance at this meeting is compulsory, and non-attendance will result in exclusion from the Australian delegation. As part of the review of WRC 19 agenda items, there was discussion about agenda item 9.1.6 on wireless power transmission for electric vehicles, and how the focus of this work will likely shift to various standard organisations like CISPR. 
the WIA's representative, Peter Pocconi, will be attending the CISPR meeting in Shanghai just prior to the WRC 19, representing the IARU, the International Amateur Radio Union. Note that planning for the preparatory work for the WRC 2023 in four years' time is already underway. The WIA has recently received several and unsolicited substantial donations towards our international representation which are very much appreciated. These donations help in offsetting the non-trivial costs. These donations have been received from both WIA affiliated clubs as well as individual donors. The WIA board sincerely thanks these donors for their contribution to the Australian Radio Amateur Service and the WIA. By the way, a small donation of just $5 per member of all of the WIA affiliated clubs would offset approximately 50% of the total costs we incur with each WRC commitment every three to four years. Without international representation, we can expect regulators globally and locally to succumb to the ever-increasing commercial pressure to release more of the amateur spectrum. While some losses are inevitable, especially in the gigahertz bands, maintaining a presence at these forums is the only way to minimise these losses. We also cannot assume our own regulators fully understand what the amateur radio service is and its value to the community, hence why Dale gave a presentation to the Australian delegation on this subject at one of the earlier meetings. Until next time, this is Greg VK2GPK on behalf of the WIA board. News, talk and radio sport, here with VK1 WIA. Ham Radio Operational News. It's contact sport. I'm Felix VK for a few Q. All major Australian contest rules and results are on the contest section of the WIA website, wia.org.au. Members of the Russian Robertson Club will activate Sledge Island in Alaska from the 28th of August to the 2nd of September. This one counts as NA210 for the Islands on the Air Award, and the call sign to be used again is KL7RRC-P. QSL via Club Log OQRS. Happy birthday, Mr. President. Horan Percy Maxim's 150th birthday celebration. The AWL is celebrating the 150th anniversary of the birth of AWL's first president and co-founder, Horan Percy Maxim, W1AW, born on September 2, 1869. The AWL will hold an operating event to celebrate his legacy from the 31st of August and continue until September 8th. It is open to all radio amateurs. W1AW and all AWL members will append stroke 150 to their call signs during this event, and even operators who are AWL members but reside outside of the USA may operate as call sign stroke 150 if permitted by the country of licence. OMG, Operation Market Garden Special Event. Look for Special Event Station PA75OMG to be active between September 12th and 22nd. Activities to commemorate and celebrate the anniversary of freedom. As part of Operation Market Garden in World War II, Paratroopers of the Allied forces such as American, British, Canadian, Polish and Dutch landed in the Nimmagen region on September 17, 1944 and the region was soon liberated after four years of German occupation. During the 10 days of activity, PA75OMG will try to work as many amateur radio operators around the world as possible. QSL via the info on qrz.com Prefix hunters may be interested in working the special event station TM500LV the station is on the air till the 6th of October and commemorates the 500th anniversary of the death of Leonardo da Vinci. QSL manager is F1IOZ. 
On air is 9U3TMM from Burundi, August 31 to 17 September. Listen for 9U3TMM on 66 metres on SSB, RITI and FT8. QSL 9U3TMM via Club Log OQRS. Nauru, C21. Operators, Eurus, YL2GM, Jack, YL2KA, Caspars, YL1ZF and Christus. YL3JA will be active as C21W from September the 16th to 25. Activity will be on 166 metres and possibly 60 metres using CWSSB, RITI and FT8. QSL via YL2GN direct or via club log. Liberian update. The Italian de-expedition team will be active from Liberia between September the 28th and October the 11th using two call signs. A82X for CW and SSB. A82Z for the digital modes. Activity will be on 10 minutes using CWSSB, RITI and FT8. The Royal Amateur Radio Association of Morocco is active using the special event call sign 5E6A for their national celebrations until September the 29th. QSL direct to EA7FTR. Japan, JA. Special event station 8N7JAPAN is QRV until October 31, 2020 to commemorate the Olympic Games 2020, the Paralympics 2020, and the World Cup Games 2019. QSL via Bureau. Anniversary of the Federal Republic of Germany. Look for special event stations DM70GER and DL70BRD, now active until December 31, 2019, to celebrate the 70th anniversary of the Federal Republic of Germany, which was established on May 23, 1949. Operations will be on CW and SSB. Celebrating its 50th anniversary, Sweden's National Society for the Active Visually Impaired is active as SF50CG throughout 2019, QSL via SM0BYD. The special call sign EI19RE will be active for the duration of 2019 to commemorate the establishment of the first Irish Parliament. It first met in January of 1919 following a landslide victory for the Irish Nationalists in December 1918. Scadding's Gilwell Park is being honoured throughout 2019 with GB100GP. In the world of DX, amateurs in Turkey are using the special call sign TC10GITRAD to mark the 10th anniversary of the radio group GITRAD. They are on the air all year through to the 31st of December. No cards are required. However, if you need a paper QSL card, please mail yours directly to TA7AZC and include a stamp self-address envelope for money and postage. For VK1WIA National News, I'm Felix, VK4FUQ, Inningham. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. International news with thanks to IARU, RSGB, SARL, Southgate Amateur Radio Club, ARRL, RAC, NZART, Amateur Radio Newsline and the worldwide sources of the WIA. I'm Jason, VK2LAW. To the USA, Ned Stearns, Alpha Alpha 7 Alpha, Northern California DX Foundation Vice President, has announced grants issued to two Pacific DX expedition teams for 2019. 
the 2019 Western Kiribati Tango 30 Lima and Nauru Charlie 21 Whiskey D Expedition slated for September have been granted $5,000 from NCDXF. One of the operators will be Christa's Yankee Lima 3 Juliet Alpha, a 21-year-old first-timer and future WRTC 2022 hopeful. The upcoming Zulu Kilo 3 Alpha D expedition slated for October 2019 has been issued $4,000 from NCDXF using a new grant matching program. To encourage more European club participation in early funding raising efforts for D expedition teams, NCDXF pledged $2,000 up front to the Zulu Kilo 3 Alpha D expedition team and offered to match up an additional $2,000 in pre-trip funded grants obtained from any EUDX clubs or foundations. This new grant matching plan worked well for the Zulu Kilo 3 Alpha team, which has received an additional $2,000 from European clubs and foundations in vital upfront funding. During the last 46 years, NCDXF has granted over $1 million to hundreds of D-Expeditions, helping to put an all-time new one in the log and make DX happen for thousands of DXs worldwide. Manhattan UN Headquarters 4U1UN is making slow progress, but steady progress in returning to air. Responding to inquiries noting the lack of 4U1UN activity, the United Nations Amateur Radio Club UNARC indicated on its Facebook page this week that it's making slow but steady progress in its efforts to get the station back on the air from UN headquarters. The main difficulties in getting 4U1UN up and running again following its displacement by renovations at UN headquarters have been administrative and organisational, the UNARC team said. The club explained that as a result of UN headquarters renovation, the room on the 41st floor housing the 4U1UN radio equipment was reallocated to the UN Broadcast and Conference Support Section, BCSS, and is now off-limits. Please don't think that UNARC members gave up and are doing nothing, the club said in its post. Over the past weekend, several UNARC members, representatives of UN services and guests had an opportunity to continue equipment configuration. Trial run for Whiskey Whiskey Zero, Whiskey Whiskey Victor, 100th anniversary special event a success. Special event station Whiskey Whiskey Zero, Whiskey Whiskey Victor was on the air over the August 24th to 25th weekend from the WWV site near Fort Collins, Colorado, to ring out any issues in advance of the WWV Centennial Special Event, September 28th to October 2nd. The stormy sea of RF at the WWV-WWVB WWV site was calmed a bit as initial tests at the WW0-WWV Special Event Station proved very successful and took less time than we initially anticipated, reported Dave Schwartz, Whiskey Zero Delta Alpha Sierra. We assembled, raised and tested one of our two Step IR two-element Yagi antennas in just a few hours. With great results on the reverse beacon network, and with the couple of dozen contacts we were able to make on the 20-metre CW, Schwartz said. The Crank IR vertical antennas tune nicely on 80 and should provide for 80 through to 10 metres for two of our stations. Given its proximity, WWV's 10 MHz transmitter presented a problem. Initial tests of the 30-metre notch filter showed a 20 dB attenuation, which was not narrow enough. 
Schwartz said organisers were considering a crystal notch filter in order to work around the 10 megahertz, 10 kilowatt WWV signal and that the organisers have not thrown in the towel on 30 metre operation. By the end of the day on Saturday, we were happy with our results and we decided a second day wasn't necessary, Schwartz said. The team will remain busy over the next four weeks getting everything ready for the special event and will announce specific operating frequencies on its website via social media. Wedding Bell News. Well, here's a wedding that made waves. Radio waves. So you got your amateur radio license and you recently got your marriage license too. So what's next? It's time for you and your beloved to turn one lucky amateur radio band into a wedding band. That's what Rose Vasquez, Kilo Mike 6, Papa Romeo Charlie and Marty Lloyd, Kilo Mike 6, Papa Romeo Alpha did on Saturday the 17th of August, exchanging vows in what is believed to be the first amateur radio wedding ceremony transmitted over the air. It was, in every sense of the word, a multi-op event. The wedding processional was conducted in CW by the maestro of the Kia, Chip Margelli, Kilo 7, Juliet Alpha. George Jacob, November 6, Victor, November, India, gave the bride away. Bill Lovelace, Kilo 6, Mike Echo Tango, officiated with his dog Hank as ring bearer. And Robert Ferrero, Whiskey 6, Kilo Romeo, owner of the Anaheim, California Ham Radio Outlet, hosted. Staffers assisted Janet Margelli, Kilo Lima 7, Mike Fox, store manager, in turning the venue from a chapel of radio retail into a chapel of love. Following the exchange of vows, Bill Whiskey One Hotel India Juliet served as Master of Arms, queuing staff members to raise there and held high in the air so the newlyweds could promenade beneath. It goes without saying that many of the guests were also hams, some attending remotely via live casting on social media. According to HRO's social media manager, Katie Allen, Whiskey Yankee 7, Yankee Lima, it all added up to one big amateur radio first. Now, if the happy couple wants a certificate for worked all states, they can easily add one more, the state of wedded bliss. For WIA National News in Sydney, I'm Jason VK2LAW. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Hello, I'm Cole, VK3GTV, with this week's Worldwide Special Interest Group News. And first up, it's digital. The inaugural Worldwide DigiDX contest is set for August 31st to September 2nd, sponsored by the WWROF, Worldwide Radio Operators Foundation, in collaboration with the Slovenia Contest Club. Sponsors hope the Worldwide Digi will become an annual event and the new contest will embrace the use of both FT4 and FT8 protocols of the WSTJX version 210 software suite on 160, 80, 40, 20, 15 and 10 metres. Participants earn points based on the distance between grid square centres of the two stations in a given contact. Each new two-character grid field contacted on each band will be a multiplier. The final score will be the product of total contact points and grid field contacts. Single operator and multi-operator entries are welcome, with plaques awarded to top scorers. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier. Emirates Amateur Radio Society to link Emirati Astronaut to Space Centre. The Mohammed bid Rashid Space Centre in Dubai has announced on its Twitter feed that astronaut Hazza al-Mansuri, the first Emirati astronaut with the support of the Emirati Amateur Radio Society, 
will link from the ISS to the MBR Space Centre during his mission from September 25th to October 4th. Further details will probably be announced by the MBR Space Centre on its Twitter account at MBR Space Centre. Now with Worldwide Special Interest Group's radio amateur old-timers, here's Clive. Hello everyone, this is Clive, VK6CSW, reminding you that the Radio Amateurs Old Timers Club of Australia's September Bulletin goes to air tomorrow. This month we have for you all the latest club news, plus four items of interest. A report on the quarterly RAOTC committee meeting, and a notice of the September AGM and six-monthly luncheon, a safety report from the ARRL on the death of two radio amateurs during work on their radio towers, an article on the establishment of radio communication in the Melbourne Metropolitan Fire Brigade, the first fire brigade in Australia to install two-way radios, and finally, Forgotten Women, an article presented by Ian VK3JS. Full details of morning and evening broadcast times and frequencies are published on the club website www.raotc.org.au where you'll also find information about the RAOTC and membership. Everyone's most welcome to tune in and to join in the callbacks afterwards. If none of these broadcast times suit you, you can download the audio file from our website at any time as from tomorrow morning. As well as this month's file, you can also download the files for the previous five months. If you do listen via the audio file, would you please take a moment to email some feedback back to us? Once again, check the website www.raotc.org.au for your local transmission schedule, tune in tomorrow or download the file for the September bulletin, and we look forward to hearing your call sign in the callbacks afterwards. 7-3 from Clive, VK6CSW. Thanks Clive. Now on to Worldwide Special Interest Group's Rescue Radio. At the time of going to press, the Hurricane Watch net was set to activate as the Caribbean prepares for Dorian. The Hurricane Watch net, HWN, says that with Tropical Storm Dorian forecast to become a Category 1 hurricane, Puerto Rico will begin to feel the storm's effects soon after. If the storm tracks a bit to the north, the island could take a direct hit. Dorian was expected to make landfall on Thursday, August 29, on the eastern part of the Dominican Republic. The Hurricane WatchNet activated at 1400 UTC on Wednesday, August 28, on both 14325 MHz and 7.268 MHz, and it will remain in operation until further notice. The HWN inched up its alert level to 2, monitoring mode, as it keeps an eye on Tropical Storm Dorian and hurricane warnings already in effect for Barbados, Martinique, St Lucia and St Vincent, and the Grenadines. Puerto Rico section manager Oscar Resto, KP4RF, said they are alert to the weather cyclones, preparing but hoping for the best. Radio amateurs on the island are monitoring the storm's trajectory and a VHF net was activated to share information on Dorian's predicted route and how to prepare. Special interest groups SDR, new 144-146 to MHz web SDR at Goonhelly available. 
AMSAT UK and the British Amateur Television Club have announced the availability of a new 144 to 146 MHz web-based software to find radio installation at Goonhilly. This is being provided in collaboration with Goonhilly Earth Station, where it's kindly hosted alongside the existing receiving equipment for the amateur radio transponders on the Qatar Oscar 100 QR100-SHL2 geostationary satellite. It shares the same turnstile antenna that is used for the reception of the AO73, EO88 and JO97 CubeSats. Being located in the far southwest of the UK, it's anticipated the SDR will be useful for early acquisition of signal of 144 MHz downlinks from amateur satellites and the International Space Station. Additionally, it can be used for reception of tropospheric signals from the south, the Spanish beacon ED1ZAG on 144.403 MHz has already been heard on the system. Special interest groups VHF and above, the plumber's delight. Inter-American proposal removes 47 to 47.2 GHz from bands under study for 5G services. The 34th meeting of the Inter-American Telecommunication Commission Permanent Consultative Committee 2 concluded a week of meetings on August 16 in Ottawa, Canada, in advance of the World Radio Communication Conference, WRC-19. The meetings were aimed at reaching regional consensus on WRC-19 agenda items. Attendees at PCC-2 included ARRL Technical Relations Specialist, WB3ERA, who was on the US delegation to WRC-19. The big news is that the inter-American proposal going forward to ITU from CITEL countries has removed the 47 to 47.2 gigahertz amateur radio allocation from the WRC-19 agenda item 1.13, WB3ERA said. We are putting forward a no-change proposal supported by 13 member states. The IAP would take frequencies in that range off the table for possible sharing with 5G international mobile telephony. Silverling, WB3ERA, conceded that other administrations could raise the issue at WRC19. The International Telecommunication Union Radio Communications Sector was to conduct and complete appropriate studies to determine spectrum needs for the IMT terrestrial component in the 24.25 to 86 gigahertz range and studies on sharing and compatibility while taking into account the protection of services with primary allocations on the band. ITUR has not conducted any sharing studies between the IMT 2020 systems and incumbent amateur radio and amateur satellite services. The IAP said, therefore, it has not been demonstrated that the incumbent services can be protected as required by Resolution 238, WRC 15, and no changes proposed for the 47 to 47.2 gigahertz frequency band. And that's it for Worldwide Special Interest Group News for this week. I'm Cole, VK3GTV. Across Australia from VK1WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. In northeast New South Wales, it's relayed on linked repeaters Lismore 146.800 and Byron Bay 146.625 at 9am Sunday. From the Summerland Amateur Radio Club, I'm Chris, VK2 LCD. This is VK1 WIA. All points of contacts from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions, www.wia.org.au. On the social scene, 
First two or three are from VK4. In VK4, the Sunshine Coast Amateur Radio Group Sunfest, 9am Saturday, September 14 at Wombai School of Arts. A post-Sunfest barbecue club open day, Sunday the 15th of September, 10am until mid-afternoon at the VK4 WIS Club Rooms. That's in Godfrey's Road at Bly Bly. And Townsville, Townsville Amateur Radio Club's Cardwell gathering four whole days of fun commencing October 4. VK3, we see the Yarra Valley Amateur Radio Group's Hamfest, October 13. We see Ballarat Amateur Radio Group's Barg Hamvention, October 27. Across to VK5, AHARS Buy and Sell Marion, RSL, November 3. And wrapping up this year on the social scene, VK3, Rosebud Radio Fest, November 17. Now, till next we meet, I'm Graham, VK4BB. Walk softly. From Australia, this has been VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service. On RF, we thank our rebroadcast team and you for listening. And remember, internet streaming and text of this news is available 24-7 at wia.org.au.